This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. It's your boy, Wholesome Monk. And today I'm joined by the talented, the most beautiful, you'll know her, you'll love her, Priscilla. Thank you for joining the podcast today. Thank you, Albert. Thank you for asking me to be on. I'm excited. I'm excited too. And you also have a podcast. You're a podcaster now um, on the Come Up series. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. What's on the Come Up series about? Yes. Yeah, so on the Come Up series was inspired by my own life and also a quote by Les Brown. Um, Les Brown, if you don't know, he's a motivational speaker, like world renowned. And he said one time that the graveyard is the richest place on earth. And why is because everybody brings their, um, their visions, their goals, their dreams, and that they've never actually like done it. You know, and when I read that, I was like, oh, my God, like that is basically like the same spot that I was like, I had like, a lot of goals and dreams, but I wasn't going after them for whatever reason. And if I kept going on that route, like I would have brought my own dreams, you know, to the graveyard. And I can't even imagine if everyone were to go and achieve the purpose in life, whether it be um, being an entrepreneur, being an artist, whatever it may be. So that was the start. Well, that was really the catalyst into pushing me to do this podcast because I want to be able to inspire people to be able to tap into their own greatness and their own potential. And um, on the Come Up series, I'll be inviting guests in different sectors, whether it's business or art or dance, whichever form of talent that they're using for themselves to share with the world. I want people to be able to look at that and see like, okay, I can be able to do that because that person did it. You know, whatever obstacles we have, whatever background, but that's basically the premise of on the come up. I want people to be on the come up to achieve what they want to do. <laughs> no, I, I love the, I love the idea behind it. I love everything about it because I was honored and blessed with the invitation to come on your podcast and it was an amazing time. And I really liked your questions and I liked I liked where you where you're coming from in terms of okay, I want to really give shine to a lot of other uh, creatives out there, like right. you said, business, art, all kinds of other fields, because mm-hmm. creativity isn't limited to just doing what we do, uh, podcasting, acting, stuff like that. You have to right. use creativity to make businesses go and grow as much as they are today, and do right. those other things. Um, mm-hmm. Why did you? I know you probably you you did touch on it a little bit, but why? like podcasting? Because there's many other ways you could have went about giving shine to others. So what made you choose like podcasting? I think a podcast is a great platform because for one, like it gives people the opportunity to talk about whatever's on their heart in whatever shape or form without any, um, without any restrictions. And I think that being able to give people that voice to express themselves in whatever way, and also myself as well. Um, I think doing a podcast, it uses a great platform to use my voice in terms of asking people the questions that I want to know, and then also people giving their answers to their life. But podcast is free. Um, it's not restrictive at all. And then also, it can connect people from all around the world. You know, it's not restricted to one area. As long as you have um, internet connection, you're able to hear and see whatever people might say. So I think that'll be great. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of people uh, use use instagram and like mm-hmm. post like content that way some mm-hmm. people use like like myself use tiktok uh, mm-hmm. others use twitter um and uh wordpress like different uh, blog posts like things like that yeah. so i always agree with you where i find that if you have an internet connection and um it is such a pure form of being able to sit down and talk it feels more organic than mm-hmm. doing like a network televised show where you know you mm-hmm. can't really 
say too much or do too much. You kind of have to be in this perfect mold uh, because you're representing not only yourself, but your brand and so many other things and the limitations of network television. Um, I was curious because everyone, and you asked, you actually asked me this question too. uh, So I'm kind of borrowing this question real quick, but I was really curious of like your motivation for doing it. Like what, because you have a great motivation drive. So I guess the the question I want to ask is, who do you look up to? Like who in your life, whether it's family, friends, or um, other creatives that you look up to that kind of help motivate you to like do what you want to do? My answer is kind of weird (laughs) because this person has nothing to do with like podcasting at all. But I really, really do love David Goggins. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh, yeah. The fitness, the bald man. Yes, the ball, he is yeah. ball. Um, but he used he he used to serve for um the states, and he is literally a beast. And then I was watching him on one of my favorite podcasts, um, Impact Theory with Tom Bilyeu. Yeah. Um. So his background was like he used to be very very overweight. Um. He was abused by his dad. He was he lived in like a small like predominantly white town, and so he was he dealt with a lot of racial injustice. So he was, he grew up very insecure and very like just being fearful. Um, and then it wasn't until like one day he just decided like, no one's going to come and save you. And when I heard that, I was like, yo, like, it's like, whatever you want to do in life, like however you imagine your life, you want it to be like, you know, perfect or one way or the other, no one's going to come and like say, okay, I'll like, here I am, I'm the fairy. I'm going to make your dreams come true with his double fingers. You know, and when I, when I saw that, I was like, wow. And like to be where he is right now, he is like a renowned motivational speaker. He has so many medals that he's achieved with the army and um, the Marines and everything like that. So he was one of my, uh, one of the person I really looked up to because he literally is self-made. You know, like he didn't wait for a handout. He didn't wait for people to feel sorry for him. He just made the decision to get his life together. And I think that like, I looked at that in my way. I'm like, no one's gonna come and say, okay, Priscilla, your life's gonna come change around. Like I'm, I'm basically like my own savior in a way because whatever I want my life to look like, I'm gonna have to like learn new skills, do everything that I need to do. But David Goggins, definitely one of the people that I looked up to. Yeah, because he, for sure, first and foremost, he definitely is a beast. That, that, yeah. That's definitely someone that's uh, admirable if you want to really go after what you want in life. Mm-hmm. And I was curious also, like you touched on it, like how big is confidence to you? Like, were you, did you grow up as a confident person or is it something you had to really work on and acquire like over time? Mm-hmm. I feel like confidence is the major key because not only does it affect you but it affects the people around you mm. and what i mean by that is like if you don't have confidence in yourself other people are going to see that and then in that turn that that really relates to how people treat you um so with confidence like i think for me is always it's it's always been there but at one point it wasn't there only because you know like when you're in your teenage years like especially in high school um people's opinions are very important to you i don't know why but that's just how it is yeah teenage Um, life exactly and like at one point i started to agree with people's opinions on me but that's one thing that i learned after high school is that whatever statement people may have if you don't agree with that statement it's you're not going to hold on to it you know what i mean and um i've learned that confident is not really anything that's physical it's not something that you can buy or something you can like really touch um, it's about like believing in yourself, no matter what anyone says, you know, you could be the smartest, the most nicest person on earth. Not everyone's going to be your liking. 
um, I have this weird comparison that I say to fruits. I always bring everything to food. But if you think... <laughs> Not a bad way to go about life. Exactly. But like, for, for real, like, if you think about, let's say, like a mango, right? Mangoes are really sweet, delicious. But not everyone likes mangoes. Not everyone's favorite fruits. And so I just realized that like people can have any opinion you have of you. But as long as like, you're unsure of yourself, you don't take anything personally, then you can just move on in life with like no disregard. But having confidence is the most important because other people treat you the way you treat yourself. No, I, I 100% agree with that. The, the, the thing about confidence is, you know, it's so key to be, especially when you go in the creative field, right? Yeah. It's so key to be able to be confident in yourself because you're going to get all those no's. You yeah. will eventually get booed in this area of life. You just, you just will. You'll get hate comments. You'll get all that stuff. You know, the good, there's a lot of great to it, but there's also yeah. a lot of bad to it at the same time. And they're kind of like, you know, again, two sides of the same coin. And even like uh, going back to uh, when we were both in college, we went to college together and we had that, uh, that talent show, I believe. Mm -hmm. I believe it was a talent show. And yeah. then you, you were dancing. You, you, granted, it was with like a bunch of other people, but still, I was like, okay, I see, I see Priscilla out there doing, doing the whole everything for the culture and, and whatnot. And I, I could meet for someone who struggles with uh, the, some of the insecurities I have um, stem from dancing mm -hmm. and uh, cosplaying like anime characters, stuff like that. And me and my friends, uh, well, and I always tell people this, like in terms of like, they, we all uh, uh, collectively said, we're going to work on one insecurity a year, yeah. but I decided to do it. And then I was like, we're all doing this shit, whether y'all yeah. like it or not. But mine this year is to work on, you know, self image mm. through cosplaying. Cause I always, you know, as, um, yeah. As a black person in the anime community, especially, it gets hard because they're like, oh, you can't cosplay because there's no black characters like that. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so you get, you hear that since you're, since I was a little. And then mm -hmm. as an adult, you're just like, don't feel confident about doing it. And then, oh, your weight's nice. You don't have a six pack, so you can't be this character, that character. You yeah. can't be this or that. So I was like, you know, and I saw it creep into other factors of my life. So I was okay. like, okay, nah, like it even started. Um, interfering with like you know me going on stage when yeah. doing comedy or doing acting or something and all i could think about is like, oh i'm not funny because now that even like i, I would get the last not like when i when i get booed i'm like oh it's because i'm fat or something it's not like that but it's like even when i'm doing amazing and everything's going right i'm getting all these deals or whatever it's still in the back of my head like oh man when i go on stage i don't i, I feel like i don't look right in these yeah. jordans or these adidas shorts or pants or right. anything i'm doing and that's why I really like what you said that, you know, it's, you know, cause people look at you the like a certain type of way mm -hmm. and you have to really be yourself to, to be able to negate that and just keep on going through, through your path. And I, I um, I'm also curious in terms of you and content creation mm -hmm. is this podcast going to be like the first type of, I want, I'm using quotations here, real content creation you're doing, or have you done something like this before? No, this is actually going to be the first thing. Um, so it's funny because it's like, when you think about doing podcasting or anything, you think it's just like one easy skill to do, but it really isn't. <laughs> um, when I thought about podcasting like a while ago, cause I've had this idea, honestly, like for the past two years, but this is the first time like I'm actually stepping out to doing it. I didn't really like think that I have to like know how to do logos or like editing and graphic designing and all this kind of stuff. And although like I'm seeking out people who like, 
who are specialized in those skills, but it's still like me at the end of the day, like finalizing all the special, um, like small details. So this is the first real content creation I'm doing, but at first I was um, intimidated by it, but then at the same time, like, no, even though this is gonna be hard or like a little bit challenging, at the end of the day, like I'm gonna come out with a lot of skills learned, you know, that I haven't done before. So it's a whirlwind and I'm not really racing to the end to see like, okay, I'm finally done with it. I'm just taking it one step at a time and really like being fully present in the process of learning how to put everything together and making shows really attainable for everyone to hear and enjoy and have great feedback. So it's a good process. It's a fun process to be in. No, I 100% agree. I, I always tell people you have to enjoy the journey. Yeah. You know, even though I went on stage, I've gotten crazy amount of laughs. I've gotten some really, I've, I've bombed sometimes where it's been like dead silent. You can hear the floor creak, crickets, crickets having sex in the corner or something. Like you can hear everything, but still... Uh, it's still part of the process, mm-hmm. you know. I don't like getting booed, obviously, or not yeah. getting laughs, but it's a part of the process. I realize that, and when you really love something, you see that as a stepping stone and a growing moment, and they either keep climbing or you just get off the staircase altogether. Yeah. And content creation is so fun because it's the one area where you can assert all you are as a person yeah. into it, you know, because yeah. it's, your, it's your art form, you know. Like right. you said, the logos – the promotion, like you have to do crazy amount of promotion for it yeah. and all these things. But what's fun and cool about it anyway, is that again, you can, you, you know, the best advice my mentor gave to me about when it came to photography was mm-hmm. to just give yourself to it completely. Like just yeah. give yourself to the craft, get lost in it, love it, live it. And, and it'll eventually you'll mold your own thing. Right. I think that's very beautiful because it's not only about like, you know, putting those 10,000 hours into work to get better at the skill, but mm-hmm. also it's like, again, you, I'm sure you may, you've had a couple of interviews already from what you told me. So you, you've met and been able to talk to and also pick the brain and mind of yeah. other people. And that's what I love about my platform. Cause I do it out of pure curiosity. I'm a very curious yeah. person. Yeah. And you can't just, you can, yeah, you can go on YouTube and stuff like that, but it, you lose a lot of the pureness and the, uh, the human interaction when you yeah. look at it just through a screen. I like being able to like this converse with people and pick out the information um for you when you were younger what was like the what was the i don't want to say a dream job that's we'll get to that later but what was like the the vision for priscilla was it like oh i want to do because i mean podcasting is something that's relatively still new so was it like oh i want to do radio stuff or tv stuff or like what was the what was the mindset there um so for me like i knew from the beginning like I wanted to be a CEO. Like that was my first dream mm-hmm. job. I wanted to be CEO. Um, but I think underlying the fact of being CEO was the fact of having my own, like something to call my own, you know? Um, and then like, as I grew up, like in middle school, high school and college, like my career like changed for a while. Um, it went from like being a CEO to like a kinesiologist to being a sports broadcaster because I really love sports to being a dermatologist um, and everything <laughs> in between. I'm serious. Like, it went in between. Oh, like I do a major like every week. But at the end of the day, I really love having something that can call my own because to me, that's freedom. Um, being to express yourself the way you want to, being, talk, being able to talk about um, different topics that you want to without anyone like saying like telling you no or like that's not like politically correct whatever the case may be um but 
from my standpoint, the base has always been like something that I can call my own. And that's why like, I really love having my own podcast because like I can do it in a way that I'll be satisfied doing it. Yeah. No, I 100% that's, that's very beautifully put. Um, yeah, it's all about that ownership and the ability to be able to make your own money and yeah. uh, own opportunities the way that you would like to go pursue those opportunities and money Mm -hmm. and i think that's super important it's not just podcasting obviously there's many other ways but since that's what like the platform we're on right now the platform that you're coming out with i was really excited when you um when you finally wanted to pursue like actually execute the the plan here Mm -hmm. and i because i was like first of all i know you can talk and i mean that in a very great way (laughs) i know you can ask the questions um i know you're also like me where you're very curious about a lot of different topics and you have a lot of interests and you don't have a big ego, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You can let the guests kind of, you can let the conversation flow through the guests and you kind of yeah. just pick up and actively listen to what they're saying. Um, I was really curious also, like, since you said, like, you know, you changed career paths so much. So when it comes to, like, the people around you, because you, I, I know you work your, your ass off. I know that. I know you personally. I know you work really hard um, before this podcast, obviously, and you'll work hard during it and you'll give it your all. Yeah. But when you see other people, like, because I'm sure, you know, you, you have friends that like to go out a lot and do certain things, obviously before this pandemic time. But yeah. so what was the mindset? Was it like a sacrifice for you to like, you know, give up certain those, some of those things like, oh, I can't go out just because of the fact that like, that's just resting time I have before I have to go grind the next day? Or was yeah. it kind of like, have you found a way to balance it? Like, what was that like? Yeah, um it's definitely been a sacrifice because, you know, people are used to having you around um, whenever like they want. Like, so let's say like your friends say, Oh, let's go up on Friday. And they say, Oh yeah, sure. That's fine. So I think that's like one of the things that um, honestly, it was a little bit hard because I love being with my friends and family, but at the same time, like I knew that if I wanted to like do this for a specific reason, like something had to go. And what I always remind myself is that I'm not going to cut off my friends or, living my time with them forever you know it's only like for a little amount of time because i have to put energy into whatever i'm doing like my podcast um but i like in a certain way like my friends know what i'm doing um my close friends know what i'm doing and they know how important it is for me so i always like communicated to them like hey like i'm not gonna be able to hang out for a while um i'm working on this project and at the same time, like, I love being in that space. I don't know if you can agree to attest to this too, but mm-hmm. just being in a space where it's like self-isolation in a way. And all you're doing is just like thinking about this one subject, like what's the best music? What's the best video? Like everything, like your mind just racing like 10 different times a day. And I didn't realize that like, I'm, I can also be a night owl because I wake up really, really early. But yeah. honestly, like when, you, when I'm on this grind, I literally stay up to like two or three o'clock in the morning, but my mind is just like racing and it's giving me pleasure, you know? And my mom was like, what are you doing this late? I'm like, oh, I'm working on my podcast. But it's like, you have that passion that keeps making you want to feel and ideas keep running. You don't want to waste no time. You don't want to waste any ideas. Um, so definitely like I had to sacrifice spending time with friends and family, but at the same time, like I'm loving the process that I'm in. I'm loving this self-isolation that I created 
that own space for me to just be focused on this one thing. Um, and then when it's over, when it's all, you know, up and off the ground, then I always have family and friends right next to me. But um, it's good to have that support system to also give you that space. I think that's important. And for people to understand that what you're working on is um, only for a limited amount of time, but they're always going to be there. So it, it's a good balance. But to me, I always prefer like just isolating myself in a space of creativity. No, 100% agree. It's, it's, it's definitely one of those things where if you're serious about it, it does take a lot of time, a lot of effort. And no matter who you are, you only have so much energy yeah. that you can spare. So you want to make sure you use it in the areas that matter, meaning yeah. hang out with giving the time to friends and family, give it time to the job until you know you're and then give it time to your career until um, mm -hmm. or your passion until the passion can pay for mm -hmm. itself. And uh, it's 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 definitely yeah, exactly it's really hard to make that transition especially if you haven't yeah. done it before or you haven't done it a long time or haven't yeah. done it for a long time it's one of those things where it's like okay it's a shift in gear everyone already has like because you know some people have their careers already some yeah. people are just working and not really you know doing whatever they want to do with it but yours is like you are your career and your passion are the same yeah and you're working in that area but you're also working at a job that requires even more of you that you probably don't even know you have available yeah. left and you have to try to balance all that stuff. Because even for me, when it comes to the, when it comes to the podcast, I was really happy. This has been like one of the best experiences that I've done and I've produced a lot of different things. I'm like, no, the podcast is like super fun. Yeah. It, it gives me opportunities to meet and talk to so many people. And this is my first time in my life where I've, ha I've had like a, my own, a platform that, I, especially since I created myself, yeah. that um, I can host these people on even like uh, I'm developing this game show through mm -hmm. this, through this, uh, through this uh, podcast. So yeah. it's really cool that I was able to do that. And I didn't think that'd be something possible or even right. on um, TikTok right now I hit, I want to say as we're recording this video, I hit like 6,000. So what? yeah, no, it was crazy because I was literally at my friend's place I want to say a week ago, about a week ago, and I had, I only had like a thousand, and then that, that thousand took like months. It took like seven yeah. months. It took a long time, and all the all the other people I'm uh, were friends with at the time, um, were at were at uh, higher, like way higher, like hit ten thousand, a hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, whatever. And you know, I, I'm no, I don't make it like a competition thing, but it was just like yeah. I really wanted, like not just the numbers, but like. I just want my work to be seen because my, right. you know, my work wasn't even being seen like that. And so to be able to do that, especially using my love for anime to do it, because I never thought that's what I was really happy about more than anything else. I was like, I love this thing since I was like, I can't have a memory. The earliest yeah. memory I have, I was watching it. So to be able to get paid and get paid slash able to connect with so many other people. Yeah. You know, because people are used to it now with streaming and this, like Zoom, things like this, right. like, you know, Skype, which dropped the bag, um, <laughs> was the first thing we had, but you couldn't do, it wasn't efficient like this. You couldn't like do it in ways like you're doing right yeah. now to, uh, to connect with people. And I was like thinking the other day, like how lucky I am to hit, to hit that 6,000. Um, I never thought, I, I didn't even think I was going to get 100 off of TikTok. Like, wow. not that I wasn't taking it seriously, but it was just like, it just wasn't working, wasn't clicking. And yeah. I still had insecurity in my grown age. I still had yeah. the insecurity at the time 
of talking about anime openly in terms of just like on a platform. God, like no one wants to hear that. And which is funny because, and that just shows about uh, imposter syndrome and stuff like that, that like when I was in high school, I hit a thousand, when I left, right when I left high school to go to college, I hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube because of anime and skits. So the fact that I thought I couldn't do it again just shows like the the inconsistency of like what my thought process was. Mm. And I was like, yo, I'm not funny. I hit, I really hit like a depression of like, oh, I'm not funny. I'm not creative. I can't like do anything. Yet I had all these platforms I'm managing, but I felt like, cause I, you know, it wasn't even like the numbers. It was just like the numbers were trickling and it was, it was something for someone of what I was doing. I was satisfied with it. Yeah. But I felt like there could have been more. So it's about that staying in your, finding your own pace mm-hmm. and being happy with what you, with what you got and know you can get more was always uh, exciting for me. And I was curious about uh, something from you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever hit those slumps where it's like, you're like, man, where, how can I get better? Where can I go? And then like, how do you, how do you find the answer to that? Mm. Yeah, I've definitely hit those slumps in the moments, um, especially because like, I don't know if it's like human nature or just like people like individually, but there's always that question is like, why me? You know, mm. like, why am I the one who should do this? Like, who says people are going to listen? Um, am I the right fit? Am I too late in the game? And I always remind myself that not everyone, not one person can do it all. And what I mean by that is like, this person on social media, whoever they may be, and they have like millions of followers, but they're only specifically for one content, right? And they can only bring so much to the table that not everyone can. So when I think about that, like comparing myself or like second guessing myself, I'm just like, well, there's a void in this specific area that only I can bring, you know, because everyone has like their own special niche, whether it be comedy or whatever it is, but even if it's the same thing, everyone can still add something different to the table than no other person can. So that's how like I keep myself going is that, yes, some people might have similar um, talents than me. There are tons of podcasts out there, but not everyone grew up with the same experiences as you. Not everyone has the same curiosity as you. Not everyone has the same passion as you. So that's why I always remind myself that there are other people that are similar than me, but not everyone is me. You know, not everyone can add this. Not everyone can bring this perspective. So honestly, being able to tie back to authenticity and just being able to know, like, there's no other person that's in the role like like you are, um, that keeps me going because I'm like, okay, I haven't ever seen this question asked. I haven't ever seen this spin being taken. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Um, that's why I always bring up myself to be able to go forward. No, I think that's very powerful. And that's a very... Uh important case because it is it's difficult sometimes to find that that passion and balance and to see how how to get yourself out of the rut to to go in a rut especially as a creative can be really frustrating Mm -hmm. and it can be uh, uh, annoying and then you try to look for answers and sometimes it's like you're it's like a you're in a bottomless pit trying to find answers in the dark Mm -hmm. and it's incredibly hard to do that so I I definitely I definitely like and appreciate uh your your thought process and how much power that you put into yourself and that you express that outward as well as inner to like get stuff done and drop because you i said well <laughs> we're gonna call it like yeah my senior year like people don't know this about me but my senior year in college i was ready to like go i was ready to like i wanted to drop out so bad i almost dropped it like twice no in my college career period yeah like uh junior year when i transferred like 
um, to a four-year university, like I was, I wasn't straight. Like, I was doing two jobs. Yeah. And I was doing like 18 credit hours, like something ridiculous. And like my whole, like, and my whole day was like consumed. It was just like well, school in the morning, work, and then content. And that was yeah. like my day. And I was just like going through and I was doing two jobs. So the weekends would all, like I had no weekends. It was just like seven days a week straight yeah. work. I, I would still like relax and stuff. I, I never got like truly burned out uh, yeah. except one time. But when, um, when I did that, I was like, yo, it is so hard to like, you know, especially when, you, when you're in a creative rut and you're doing those things, yeah. it is frustrating. Cause you're like, yo, I don't have time to sit here and not make content or say right. frustrated, but you have to give yourself that time to like, to like adjust. Like, how do you deal with a uh, decompression? Like, how do you, after like a week of just maybe working like out of 40 something hours and then mm-hmm. it's just like, man, I need to like relax, calm down. Like what's the, what's the, do you have like a set procedure? Do you have something you do that always calms you down? Yeah, I have, I have a bunch of those (laughs) and I feel like I need to, but it's on rotation. But one, one thing that I've learned to do is like, just do nothing. Like absolutely nothing. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. It's like literally put your feet up, have some snacks, what's your favorite show and laugh. Um, that's one way that decompress and then another thing is like it may sound weird but like I think cooking for me calms me down a lot um, like the past few weeks <laughs> I'm serious like it doesn't even sound like like cooking would be like something like relaxing because Not you're like that. doing something um, but for the past few weeks like, I do work 40 hours a week and like on top of like doing this podcast but when I come home like I just start cooking like I've been making bread recently my mom's like why are you making bread and like I literally stay up to like midnight just making bread but it's like because like my mind is taking off whatever it is I'm facing um so it's like I'm making something and then like in my mind I'm like oh my god it's gonna taste so good people are gonna like this like my family's gonna like this I'm gonna love it um so cooking different meals especially international meals like I'm always cooking something like like last time I did something from Turkey it's something from like um the Philippines so it's every anything that I can like think of that takes my mind of whatever it is I do it um and then also writing I know writing is like a lot of people's outlet, but it really is true because you just let everything out, like just freely, whatever it is on your mind. Um, So writing, cooking, doing nothing, and then also exercising. Like we really cannot minimize those endorphins. Like this past Friday, well, yesterday I had like a really long and bad day at work, but after the workouts, like it was all forgotten, you know, because you just let all the stress out. But you definitely have to have a certain... Uh, different kinds of rotations that you can always do to decompress yourself and start fresh. But those are minds, especially the cooking. No, that's look. I me, I love I love baking, mm. so I do like donuts or or something. I don't do as much anymore, but like I used to. Like my mom, basically, my mom forced me to learn how to cook and bake many things just off the fact of like, look, <laughs> you just need to do this. So yeah. I was like, all right, cool. So it just became like habit for me. Yeah. But um, I don't. I love like I love content creation so much i didn't realize how much i loved it until i got to like a really low point in life yeah and i didn't have anything else but that and then like my drive was just so crazy mm-hmm. for it. and i was like oh i really do love this because everyone around you they treat it sometimes like at least for me i can only talk for myself here mm-hmm. like people would treat it as like a hobby yeah. which is fine i have no problem with that but like do it as a hobby on your like your own time yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause like for me, yeah. it's like, nah, this is like, 
where I'm trying to do with life itself. Like, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm good at other things, but like, I'm not, I'm great at this. Right. So it's like, it's just, cause I spent so much, I've been doing this since I was like seven. So I was like, there's, this is what I know. Like, this is the world. Yeah. I know, I know the world of like entertainment. That's just what I love to, I love entertaining. As for some people, it's like, oh, I just, you know, even they did it as long as me, they still haven't took that extra step that yeah. I know a lot of people, like that people have to take eventually, which is like, all right, do you want to just keep it as a hobby or do you want to excel and like become great at it, you know? Right. And it, it's hard to make the distinction because it'll make you feel like really weird when you're with a bunch of unmotivated people or people who are not giving it 100% every time they, every time they step up to the plate, mm-hmm. but you are. Because then it starts, they start lagging you down, you start lagging and letting yourself down, mm. and then your product suffers. Mm. And I was like, uh, I've, I've had the pleasure of not only talking to you, but um, talking to so many other cosplayers and um, business people on the podcast, yeah. and, um, and just learning so many uh, f- uh, facets of life. Like even later this week, um, I have an episode coming up with a... Uh, with a girl who does OnlyFans. Yeah. So it's like just such a versatile, like I just love learning. God, I don't, <laughs> I've had the pleasure of using OnlyFans yet, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to see about the world. I'm like, yo, what is this thing? Like, why do people subscribe? Why do you do it? Da, da, da. I want to learn about it. Yeah. Even talk, like just like the, just doing like the pre-notes and stuff and talking with people who do use OnlyFans. I was like, oh shit, I'm about to make one. Not yeah. to do, like, I'm, I'm gonna make one, but like, I just wanna, cause there's so many, the thing is like, it has like a, a negative connotation, which mm-hmm. I like, you know, I, I'm all for the sex where, hey, go ahead, do your thing, girl yeah. or guy, go get your bread. Right. Yeah, people subscribe to it, they subscribe to it. But the day I heard from uh, in a previous episode before this one, um, someone said, guys can literally just go on yeah, and just talk about life and still get paid. Meanwhile, Girls had to do a lot more work, yeah, and all these other things. And I was like, um, "That's a bet because I could talk." So mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh yeah, I gotta go get this bread." There's too many ways to get money in this here capitalist yes. society. Yeah, but yeah, my curiosity just drives me. I'm like, "Yo, I really want to make more content. I want to get to know the human being because I know the careers. The careers I can Google, but yeah. it's when the career or the or the or the business choice mm-hmm. uh, crosses paths with the person mm-hmm. that cross right here, that mixture is where I want to, where I want to find out. That's where I want to dig in. Cause I'm like, yo, what makes this unique? Cause you know, you know, like you just said, there's hundreds of thousands of, especially now podcasts, yeah. everyone's making one. So it's like when the podcasting career meets with the person, what it, what does it bring? Like what, what gets, what gets birth into this world? I want to know that, like, that's, where I okay. think the interesting thing comes from. So right. for you and your podcast, because um, first of all, I love the name on the Come Up series. When you first told me the name, I was like, damn, that's smart as hell. I, I definitely should have thought something like that. Um, when, where, where do you see this? Like, is there like an end? I know you said you don't want to focus on the, on the end, but is there like, is this something just like, oh, okay, this is a hobby to me? Or is it like, yo, I'm really, like you said, you thought about it for two years. So it's like something like, oh, this is something long-term as long as I can humanly think mm-hmm. is that something that you see long-term yeah um like you were saying mentioned before how like some people see like only as a hobby um but to be honest with you like I don't think I ever said to anyone aloud but it's like I honestly want to take this farther than just like something I do part-time or, like in my free time 
Um, and although right now it's like sometimes you got to do extra work outside of the podcast to be able to bring in funds for your own things. But I love this so much because it's giving me the space to do what I want to do in life and like not have any regrets later that I actually want to take this like long term. Um, and when I think about like my own podcast, I think about um, Tom Billiards. I don't know if you've seen his podcast. Yep. Um, impact theory but he's like made it his own you know like it's literally like he runs it full-time with him and his wife and he brings on amazing guests and like that's his career right now and although he did have a career prior before that um like right now he's made it his own and that's where i want to that's where i want to see it is and kind of like t making it turn into like a talk show host or something similar than that is just like continuing to build and build and build because the fun thing about podcasting is like there's millions of people in the world and millions of amazing people in the world. Mm -hmm. So there's never going to be a moment where you just stop and say, okay, I've learned everything I need to know. Or like I've talked to everyone that I need to know. Like everyone always brings something that you haven't thought of before and it keeps adding to your experience of learning and expanding your mind and being exposed to new things. So um, for me personally, I want this to be like an established career where I can just talk to people all day, pick their brain. And in turn, it's like, it's not only like having dialogues with people, but it's also inspiring other people to be able to bring them on the boat and be able to see them be successful as well. And that, I think that brings a lot of joy because for one, you're doing something, well, I'm doing something that I enjoy, but at the same time, it's like, you're using your purpose to help others. And I don't think there's a better feeling than that. So it's a win and win. So right now it's like definitely on the grind, being able to like work another job and then this, but eventually I want this to like be full run. I don't have to do anything else but this, but that's my long-term goal. No, that's I. First of all, amazing goal. Um, mm -hmm. Again, you have a scary focus to you because <laughs> I know a lot of people who would definitely quit. Like working forty hours is not easy for like mm -hmm. anyone who has done it, including mm -hmm. myself, knows that it's difficult. Especially when you're not in the same building for those forty. Like you're doing yeah. two jobs, you're doing all over the place. Um, it, it can get difficult, and mm -hmm. I like the focus that you that you bring. And like I said, even in college, you definitely still have that focus because mm -hmm. when I was about to drop out, kind of like a financial aid situation, it was yeah. basically like, okay, you can either stay in school to stay in school to get this degree and then do something with it, or you just gonna have to drop out and then go work some minimum wage job for probably the rest of your life. <laughs> it's yeah. like what it felt like. That's what it felt like the one two option because you know when in the American education system, yeah that's what they make it, it seems like a do or die for every yeah. little thing for those 18 years or some plus year in school. Mm -hmm. It's like do or die, do or die, do or die. And mm -hmm. you kind of get so scared of the dying part that you just stay on, uh, stay on board, not saying you should or should not go to school. Um, but that's just like what, it, but that's what they do. That's what they, like they train you to, to think yeah. times and so much pressure. Cause you basically at 15 have to make a decision that will impact you for the rest of your life, which right. is insane, but that's just how life goes. But don't, right. They don't make it seem like that until like you're already in college, maybe two, three years in, you're like, ah, well, me decided to go to school when I was like this this particular school when I was 16. Yeah. And I'm here. Now I'm like 21, 22. And now I'm stuck or you've graduated, you're like, ah, I didn't even use this degree or uh things like that. Because for me, um, the reason why I didn't drop out is just because like, all right, well, I don't know what else yeah. to do. So and I already I already, I'm already like halfway through, like I already paid so yeah. much money. So if I drop, I, I, I just, it's not going to do anything. And they also right. promised that thing where like, oh, well, if you finish college, right, 
and you you are in this much debt, like 50K or plus in debt, you will magically get a job. The job fair will come down, get you a job, and then after right. that, you'll be able to pay all this off in no time. No right. time at all. And it's like, no. And then grad school, people go to grad school, round applause, God bless, because yeah. grad school and yeah. first of all, the pandemic, crazy. But grad yeah. school in the pandemic and doing 40 hours a week or more on Zoom, basically, like what we're doing, mm-hmm. so we actually had to work. No, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even uh, imagine doing that. But yeah. I was curious because I know you have a bunch of, you, you're going to have a bunch of first time listeners and yeah. uh, a lot of people are going to tune in and get a lot of followers. So we're going to do a little segment here we call Get to Know. So we're going to try to get to know you. I'm going to ask you what your favorite is of the following. So are you ready? I'm ready. Bring it. All right. <clears throat> we're going to get to know Priscilla here. What is your favorite food? That is the question of the decade. Um, I don't have a favorite food. I have a favorite meal. Oh, okay, love, my bad. Favorite so, meal. Go ahead. So it's a whole like three course meal. So mm. I'm originally from the Congo. So I love cassava leaves. You gotta have the cassava leaves mm-hmm. with rice, with some grilled fish, and then with like a little like mixed pepper on the side. That is like my all time favorite meal. Nothing can beat it. You Nothing. heard it here first. You heard it here first. All right, mm-hmm. cool. So what is your favorite drink? Mango lassi, easy. Like I know you're like what? It's forget the alcoholic drinks. Like water comes second. Like, it comes water, second to water. Mango lassi is like originally from from India, but it's also drinking in um, Kenya, basically like East Africa and South Africa. So it's basically mangoes, of course, and then you have yogurt, and then you have milk, and the secret ingredient is honey. When you mix it all together lord like i make it every year for thanksgiving or like any like big celebrations at our house but mango lassi is like my all-time favorite drink let me find out about coming over for thanksgiving all right yeah. um <laughs> what is your favorite movie or tv show mm. or both of you have both but you can choose this one okay um i don't necessarily have a favorite movie but i love tv shows um there's this one i love like a lot of international tv shows there's a turkish one called black heart which is like really good and then um there's another one well everyone knows power like i love power it's one of my all-time favorites and then also how to get away with murder um and then there's another uk show called top boys that one is really good i didn't expect power from you i really didn't expect power from you why just didn't expect it from you but that's that's good though that's good and then um I think we were answering this, but what is your dream job? My dream job is, well, my dream career is being able to have my own brand of um, a network. And what I mean by that is like my own, something I can call my own, whether it be my own TV show or anything. And then I just bring on guests and talk about it and inspire. So whatever that looks like, that's my dream career. I want to be able to have something that can call my own. And then also invite people to be able to pick their brains and in turn inspire people on my terms, in my own terms. Well, you heard it here on the Wholesome Monk podcast. Priscilla says she demands greatness out of herself and everything she does, which is very, very admirable. And like I said, you're going, you're going definitely, it's going to, it's going to come naturally to you because I definitely know your work ethic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that you can, again, you have the, your ego list. You can talk, you can do all those things that are required of not only a podcaster. I don't even want to say a podcaster. You have what it takes to be a, a listener, you know, mm. to 
you, you're a sponge. You can absorb information and you have the curiosity that it takes to want to go chase after and, and, and learn these answers to whatever question is in the back of your head. So I definitely think you're going to do amazing. Um, people, Priscilla, you know, she's amazing. She's a good person. Tune in to on the come up series. It's going to be a new podcast. Uh, do you know what platforms is going to be available on yet? Yeah, it's going to be available on Spotify, Apple music, and then also some snippets on Instagram and YouTube as well. There we go. There we go. Where can the, where can the people find you social media wise? Yeah, so I'm on um, Instagram at Priscilla Diwa. That's P-R-I-S-C-I-L-L-E underscore D-I-W-A. There we go. Find her on the IG. She'll be posting that fire content. More to come as a podcast. Time gets sooner. Again, tune in to On The Come Up Series podcast being released for first episode of the series premiere is going to be October 18th. 2020 i get that right that's right right yes you got it all right that's right so again perso everyone uh, again perso thank you so much for coming you can follow us on tiktok and instagram at wholesome underscore monk you can follow me on twitter at the sauceless and remember if you watch this podcast or you listen to it you're now 10 percent more wholesome than you were before you listen peace out everybody